So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have... It's not color, it's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in Steven Spielberg right did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what it is when a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's a culture. What's going on, good people? Rich here. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Ray P. And welcome back to another episode of The Culture Garden. What's going on, Rich? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that scope. That's that school remix right there, man. Nothing much, Ray P. What's going on with you? We uh we took off last week, so it's good to be back here with you recording. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm tired. Uh part of why we took off because I've been running like a crazy person. For those who do watch, I'm in another hotel in another city. Uh shout out to all of us role warriors out here. But for real, for real, I'm tired, but I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I am feeling good. You know, she works hard for the money, y'all. Period. He works hard for the money, straight up. Uh, but no, I'm doing well. You said what? Who will cry for the little girl? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I do want to say thank you to everybody out there. This is our first time recording since my birthday. Hey. Um, so I just want to say shout out to everybody for the birthday love. It was definitely felt and appreciated. Thank you all for that. Um, always, um, you know, I'm at that age now where it's a blessing just to wake up. That's I don't it. want nothing for my birthday. Life is a blessing. Yeah, I'm at that age now. So, um, oh, I'm never gonna be that age. I always want something for my birthday. All right, I already know your birthday is an event. It's a holiday. It's it on is. my calendar as a holiday. You know, and all then, of that. As, as it should, should be. be. As it should be. Um, so yeah, right. Some people, you know, there are some people that ask for this specifically. Um, and you know, a couple whispers throughout the year, like, hey, y'all doing another romance month? Like, what's going on? What y'all doing? Yeah. Um, and we had kicked the idea around, but never fully committed. But here we are. Here it's we Romance are. Month Part Two. Um, I don't know about you. I don't want to speak for you, Rachel, um, but I still get compliments for, about Malcolm and Marie in the photograph. It was so good. They both were so so yeah. good. I've gone back and listened even since then, and not to toot our own horns, but high key, we smoked that shit. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. It's um. It is one of those, and it's funny because I was talking to Mo earlier today, and he hey, was Mo. telling me he was telling me about how it's okay to say you're good. Yeah, you know, it certain is. things. It's okay to like just you know, hey, I did a good job on this. I'm good at this. Yeah, um, and those are two of those episodes where I'm like, oh yeah, and we recorded those last February. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I, don't, I haven't listened to or going back to listen to everything we've done. Um, but those two are up near the top of some that I've listened to multiple times. Yeah. Um, just out of entertainment, even though I was there. Like, it's just, if I don't yeah. have anything else to listen to, I'll throw them on and get weak all over again or be intrigued with the conversation. So I am excited. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to get another Romance Month kicking off with you. Um, it's going to be Rachel and myself holding it down, same way as we did last year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing the, the romance movies the remaining of this month. But do not worry. Do not fear. Um, the difference between last year and this year is school has his own podcast. Hey. Um, so school is guilty pleasures. He will be releasing an episode next week. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to speak a little too early. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we got y'all might be back next week. I don't know. We got y'all is on this way back, baby. We yeah, got man, y'all. I think, I think we <laughs> got y'all might be. Exactly. Exactly. Raising Canaan is wrapping up as a series. Uh, we didn't cover it, but I think it would be a good time to share some thoughts. It's been an incredible season. For sure. Um, for sure. And so we'll also have it in tuck for what is it going to be? Season three of Raising Canaan or season four? Season four. Yeah. Season four. Yeah. Cause we went yeah. back and forth about it and it just caught, it started at the wrong time of the year for us. We were just way right. too busy with other content and it just, right. you know, we're, we're, if we're going to do something, we're going to give y'all our best effort. Um, for sure. There's been times where we forced things, um, succession, which is my fault. I'm not saying <laughs> succession wasn't good, um, but it wasn't your traditional, we got y'all type of, yeah. Thing. It was something we wanted to talk about because everybody was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think you, myself, and shout out to Brian for helping us out with that. I think yeah. all three of us would have been fine just being fans and watching it. For sure. Um, for and sure. I made the decision right then and there. Like, I'll never, like, Ray P has full creative. That's her <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> uh, the succession was definitely my idea. Yeah. Uh, but no, nah, we're going to be back for y'all. And there's some cool twists. We're going we're gonna to expand. We got y'all a little bit. So sure. uh, be on the lookout for that. I talked about SGP. Check out our link tree. Um, you will find those episodes, or excuse me, those podcasts, as well as our YouTube page and our social media um, sure. in that link tree. Um, before we get started today, there will be spoilers and explicit content. And today's film to kick off Romance Month 2024 is Beyond the Lights. Um, synopsis of the film. The pressures of fame have superstar singer Noni on the edge until she meets Kaz a young cop who works to help her find the courage to develop her own voice and break free to become the artist she was meant to be. As far as stats go, I think it actually premiered at Sundance, I think September 2014, and then had a theatrical release November 14th of 2014, um, directed and written by Gina Prince Bythewood. We've spoken yeah. about her before. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? We've, we've covered Love and Basketball. Um incredible talent really it's it's i read one of those reviews and they were just saying like this film makes you realize that gina is not working enough um and i'm sure that's not by her choice um it had been six years since she had like done a movie and then this kind of we'll talk about it in the origin uh, mm-hmm. but just this is my first time watching it we'll talk about all this but had a budget of an estimated seven million dollars and made 14.6 million worldwide 6.2 million to open a weekend, so it did double its budget. And if you want to watch the film, it is currently streaming on stars. Um, real quick, some awards. So it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Achievement in Music, Original Song. Um, Diane Warren for the song Grateful. Mm. You can look up like some B for issues because Rita Ora performed the song, but Diane Warren was the one nominated, and it was a whole bunch of back and forth. That's not really our thing here, but it was pretty interesting, I guess, to say the least. Um, it was nominated for Best Movie at the BET Awards, nominated for four NAACP Image Awards, Outstanding Motion Picture, Outstanding Actor uh, for Nate Parker, Outstanding Supporting Actor for Danny Glover, and Outstanding Directing. And it was nominated, shout out to our peoples, nominated for seven Black Real Awards in 2015. <laughs> um, real quick, and I got to tell you something real funny real quick, Rachel, but... um. As far as what it was nominated for in the Black Reel Awards, Outstanding Motion Picture, Outstanding Actor for Nate Parker, Outstanding Actress uh, for Gugu and Bata Raw. Mm-hmm. My bad. 
my iPad locked up on me. Um, outstanding director, outstanding screenplay, both of those for Gina Prince Bythewood, outstanding score, and outstanding original song. So these are all nominations. None of these, any of the awards that I just mentioned, they didn't win, but they were nominated for all those awards. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through the Black Real Awards, and I obviously saw um Google and Bata Raw. I'm thinking, well, damn, like I loved her in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, really loved her in this film. And I'm thinking, like, who won? Like, who who beat her this year? Just out of curiosity, yeah. guess who won? Who? She did. <laughs> she had another movie called Belle. Belle. I was Belle. Okay. And she won. She was nominated for Best Actors, Best Actress, excuse me, um, twice in the same year. And it Got just it. made sense. I'm like, oh, she, 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 she nice. I um, knew she was on a run. I don't think I realized that both of those movies came out the same year. See, I don't know how they did the cutoff dates, but okay. I'm pretty sure Bell came out 2013. 13, yeah. Yeah, okay. towards the end. So I don't know how that all worked out. But either way, I thought it was just pretty funny when I'm thinking like, damn, who, who stole the award from her? And it was herself. Um, as far as the cast, we just mentioned Google and Bata Raw as Noni Jean. This was written as an American role. Um, she even auditioned with an American accent. And Gina heard her speak in her... British accent and decided to change the character um, and make her English. So the opening scene, that background of her being from England. And I wonder, well, I guess. So Google, Nate, and Danny Glover were the first Mm. three attached to this film. So I guess since she made that change, that's why Minnie Driver got involved because Mm. I'm sure that role might have went to someone else, um, an American-born actress, if not. Uh, We had Nate Parker as Kaz Nicole. Minnie Driver as Macy Jean, Danny Glover as Captain David Nicole, Colson Baker, better known as Machine Gun Kelly as Kid Culprit, Benito Martinez as Jesse Soria. Um, Rachel may know him from Queen and Slim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with him from Sons and Our Anarchy, if anybody's watched that show. Um, he had a role in there. We have India Jean Jock. I believe you that's how you pronounce her last name as young Noni. Um, so she mm-hmm. was 1998 um, Noni. And we have some appearances from Isaac Keys. Shout out to Jonas. Um, shout out to Diamond. If you watch Force um, in the Power Universe, uh, we had Jordan Belfi as Steve Sams, this tabloid reporter. He might not mean anything to most of you, but if you're an Entourage fan, as I am, he played Adam Davies, 20th anniversary of Entourage this year. That's crazy. And then, of course, we have an appearance from the legend Shaka Khan. Uh, who made a very brief cameo in this film, amongst some others that you see, of course. Did you say Aisha No, I didn't. I didn't. Shout out to her. Yes, the, definitely. Uh, strategist. Strategist, yeah. Yeah, we'll call it a strategist, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for that, because I definitely had her name and forgot to write it down, um, and that's the whole purpose of the show. So shout out to her. Shout out to her. Uh, Rachel, right, Pete? Yeah. Yes. This was your week to pick. Mm-hmm. What made you go with this film? I knew that I wanted to cover Beyond the Lights in February because I re-watched Beyond the Lights while I was off work uh, the last week of December. Mm. And it had been a long time since I'd seen it. And it was it happened to be on Stars where it's streaming. And I'm like, yo, I love this movie. And so, mm. again, we hadn't really decided if we were going to do um, a romance movie, but 
I knew that I was gonna do it, even if <laughs> right. Well, romance or nothing, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and I said it. I put it in the chat early, like, "Oh, I'm doing this. This is my pick, regardless." So, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have a more robust conversation when we get to first experiences. For sure. Uh, but I have to ask you, and I don't know if I'm necessarily qualified since this was my first time watching this film. Um, classic or not, Rachel? It's not a classic, but okay. I love this movie. Um, I don't think it meets classic criteria quote unquote and i don't culturally relevant because it's a black movie blackish movie mm. um, we'll talk about that we'll talk about that here in a second <laughs> or uh, uh oh damn it's this girl on twitter who always different uh ameriprout is her twitter name but she always differentiates uh -huh. like black what kind of black are you are you red beans and rice sir uh, scone yeah. and beans. So it's scone <laughs> and beans, black. But <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Um, I like that. Yeah, but I genuinely, genuinely like this movie. It's a bit too long, and we'll get into that. But <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> I have a. I think we might have the same issue, or have the same thing. You can cut out um, okay. as far as it being a bit too long. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get to that part. I agree with you there. Like I said, I'm not necessarily qualified because I haven't seen enough watch. Uh, I haven't watched it enough. Excuse me. I haven't sat with it long enough. But if you were to tell me it was a classic, then I 100% understand why. Yeah. I understand why it's a classic to you and why uh, you would feel that way. As far as the origin of the film. So Gina Prince-Bythewood thought this would be an easy sell. She, she had this script. She wrote it. Thought it was going to be an e easy pitch to the studios. Of, I made Love and Basketball. Yeah, like I'm, I'm good at this rom drum whole thing. So she pitched mm -hmm. it to every single studio. They all said no. They kind of like saw it to your point as a black romance film in a sense. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, ah, we cool. And there was only one studio that said they would make it or they did. They didn't even say it. They showed interest, but they mm -hmm. didn't guarantee that they would be made. Um, And they said that they needed a white male to co-star across from Noni. Mm hmm. Obviously, Gina was like, nah, like, I got my guy. I think it's going to be Nate Parker. They're like, well, if you're not getting a white co-star, we're not going to make it. And they pulled out. So she was back at the drawing board, straight up. Like, that's what we need to market this movie and to make it something. Um, so she was back at the back at the drawing board. Um, she knew that Google was the one when mm -hmm. she saw her. Um, it's very similar. If you go back and listen to our Love and Basketball episode, we talked about Gina's process and what she wanted for that role of Monica. Because it's an athlete. You know, she wanted an athlete first and then thought about it and said, you know what? This is really a love story. It's not a sports movie. Let me mm -hmm. get an actor and we can teach her to play basketball. She saw Google and was like, okay, this is it. This is who I need. Studios were like, ah, we want a real pop star. We want Beyonce. We want Rihanna. We want Alicia Keys. These are actually the real names that were tossed around studios. This is who we want to play this role. Mm -hmm. um, and Gina was like, nah, like she, she can do this. And yeah. the studio was like, nah, she's not a star. This is a movie about a pop star. We need a star to do it. Wow. Um, and then they pass. Like, they pass on there, too. So like, we're not going to make this if you, this is your lead. All the studios were mapped out. I think it was Sony that said that to her um, directly. And then her husband, so her husband, Reggie Rockbythewood, um, who's also a director, mm -hmm. he told her, look, you should make, like, a presentation with Google playing Noni mm -hmm. so you can show studios that she can do this. 
and Lena Waithe, your girl, produced it. <laughs> um, and Bradford Young was a cinematographer, mm-hmm. very famous and su- successful cinematographer. Uh, from there, BET financed the film. Relativity agreed to distribute. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, the rest, as they say, was history. Um, I really need to hear from these studios when they fuck up like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I need to. I, I need a story. I need somebody to Hollywood Reporter, Variety, whoever, to go in some of these offices and question some of these studio heads. Like, yo, what was it about her that made you think it wasn't a star? You know, do you feel bad about not? Because not only was she, she had two hits. We talked about Bill, mm-hmm. and she just. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Maybe I'm overhyping it because of my first watch, but she was damn good in this movie, right? Was she was? Yeah, yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Like, um, but real quick, so going to the black movie thing, mm-hmm. when they were promoting the film, Gina made a point to say this is not a black film, mm-hmm. which I understand what she was doing. Yeah, it's the age old. If you call it a black film, they're gonna market it to only black people mm-hmm. when it's really. She used the example of the notebook. It's really a love story. It's just a good story, and there's black people happening to be the leads. It could you can make any race these leads, and it's going to be the same story in the same movie. Um, and that's what she was trying to get to. But I understand. I understand what she meant, but I don't know. Like you said, I think you said it perfectly. Scones and <laughs> um, what'd you say? Scones and what? Stones and beans, you know that they breakfast is wild over there. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. y'all across the pond. Yeah, across the pond, bruv. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> right. our, our, bro, our bruvs over there. Bruv black, um, not bruv black. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> but it is a love story before it's an urban film. And I, I know she didn't want it to be pushed that way. So I respect it. Um that's a that's an interesting conversation that we're not gonna have here. But just that whole conversation, you know, Idris came out last year talking about some he doesn't want to be known as a black actor and yada, yada, yada. Very interesting to think about. Very interesting to discuss. We're not going to do it today. Um, but, you know, everybody knows that's a thing. So I want to talk to you about your first experiences, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first time seeing this film? I do. The first time I actually saw this movie was at home um, on the couch. At my home mm. in Charlotte, obviously, because I was living there at the well. In my apartment, I wasn't in my house at the time, but yeah, I did not see this in theaters um, for whatever reason because I love the movies. But uh, yeah, the first time I saw this was probably its um, cable network debut, and I loved it. I was like, "Oh, shout out to this!" It's I feel the same way about this as I do about Top Five. Something else that I saw at home, um, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I should have gone to see this," and that was my Chris, immediate takeaway. Chris Rock top five. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so I, 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 I've said it a couple times already. This is my first time watching this. Um, I don't even remember a trailer for this film, Rachel. Really? I don't even remember a trailer. And let me be all the way real with you. Let me tell you where my mind is, mm-hmm. um, and why I was pleasantly surprised with this watch. Um, and it reminded me a little bit of Chevalier, okay. where you guys said you don't remember seeing a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I felt about this. And obviously, watching it and seeing who was in it, I'm like, well, damn, there's some people in it. Why don't I remember this? Yeah. And then I looked at the movie poster, Rachel, and I remember why I didn't see it. Um, what was that movie? 
when we were in high school, the American Idol joint uh, from Justin to Kelly. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So for anybody out there listening, if you are um, 30s, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say in your 30s. American Idol, when it was at its peak, they, when Kelly Clarkson won, I guess the runner-up was this dude named Justin, and they yeah. made this movie, this awful, awful, awful movie called mm-hmm. From Justin to Kelly. And for some reason, the poster reminded me of it because I knew it had something to do with like the music business and the fame mm-hmm. and trying to get away. And it was just something about it. And keep in mind, I had no idea that Gina directed it. I didn't look up any of this information. Nate Parker, I knew who he was, but he wasn't like a star to me. And I had no idea who Google was. So it was just one of those saying, like, what is this? Like, I'm not, it kind of feels empire-ish. It feels from Justin to Kelly-ish. It, it felt like, um, not Disney, the movies, but Disney Channel. It felt like yeah. a Disney Channel mm-hmm. movie that was okay. made for adults. Okay. Like, that's kind of how I thought it was marketed. Like, some shit that you would see on Hallmark, in a sense. And I'm like, I'm not watching that. And I sat down and watched it. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm bugging. I missed out on this for the past 10 years. Um, I really, really I, enjoyed the film. That is very interesting. And now that you say that, I don't necessarily disagree. But ironically enough, I did see Belle in theaters. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be about my period pieces. Um, <laughs> but that is, that is very interesting. That's almost a perfect description for it because... I don't think that it was marketed super well. Um, And now pulling up, pulling up the uh, cover art, it does look, I don't want to say juvenile, but cheesy versus where the movie is not. It tackles, you know, serious issues. It's a good ass movie. And I don't know. It's a good ass movie. And maybe, so the film was originally supposed to be called Blackbird. Okay. Um, but there were multiple movies that came out in 2014 okay. titled Blackbird. Right. And they didn't want to get it confused, so they named it Beyond the Lights. And I think even that title mm-hmm. didn't help it as far as the marketing for it. If it was called Blackbird, I would have been at least more interested to see what it's about. Beyond the Lights kind of tells me what it's about and tells me that it's about some fame and what goes beyond that. And like I said, it just looked, it just didn't look like it was for me. Yeah. I want to. Um, Say I would have to think of the timing of it because around 2013, 14, Nate Parker's star was sort of on the rise. We're seeing mm-hmm. him, he's coming off of great debaters and um yeah. a couple of other things. I don't think that his Nat Turner film was out yet. I would have to no, look no, no. Okay. It wasn't. Okay. So this is even I was thinking that maybe some of the promotion and whatnot was quelled because of Nate's issues that were sort of publicized. But I know that that was around this, more so around the time of his Nat Turner movie versus this. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. Um, It's funny you say that, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want to ask you something. Okay. And I want to see if... You think if you can see this, I'm not going to say if you agree. I just want to know if you can see this. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did, so I watched this three times getting ready mm-hmm. for this episode. Which is the ultimate compliment because two is normally my max. Yeah. Three Especially times means I really like 
exactly. So mm -hmm. three times means I really liked it. So this last watch, for some reason, given mm -hmm. the time, 2013, 2014, there was one person that I had in my mind that I said, oh, at this time, this would have been the, it just felt like it should have been in his filmography. And I was thinking about Michael B. Jordan. I knew you are going to say that. Mm -hmm. For some reason, and I'm not saying he should have had the role. I'm not saying anything was, I, I did enjoy Nate Parker in this role. But for some reason, I just felt like this was a movie. I've talked about Michael B. Jordan being a, a movie star. Right, mm -hmm. he's just got a movie star, and if you, I, I mentioned Entourage earlier, kind of see these steps, um, and these type of films that these movie stars take to get a list. And mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan wasn't a list in 2013. As a matter right. of fact, in 2014, when this film came out, he released the same year, um, that awkward moment. Have you ever seen that? With I have. Zach Efron, Zach Efron, mm -hmm. Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, which mm -hmm. I enjoy that film. It's like one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. Hate his character in that film. Not how he performed, but just how they did his character. His character just didn't black fit. friend. The black friend, yeah, it just didn't fit. Um, but really enjoyable movie. One of those I can just put on and um kind of enjoy. If you take him out of that movie and put him in this, and this is right before Creed and all that, I just it just works for some reason. I just see I it. I hear what you're saying and I understand where you're where you're pulling from. The own, not the only, and you know why I have my thoughts on MBJ. Um, yeah, we know. Mary J. Blige. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that we don't really, really know Nate Parker. And I also think that even though Michael wasn't Michael B. Jordan. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. He was on his way there. He was right there. He was ascending. Um, Sorry, Apple's being nosy. <laughs> there is a... The anonymity of Nate Parker as this sheltered green cop, I think plays better into him versus Michael mm -hmm. B. Jordan, especially when we get into the aesthetic, because I like Nate Parker is not ugly. That's not what I'm about to say, but he ain't no Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I think that that works for the character he plays. Like he's still Nate Parker or Cass in this role is not super different than his role in Pride. You know what I'm saying? Fair, fair. Just the I don't want to say the Pride. Wow, shout out to one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't want to say the corniness or the green. Well, green is probably the better description of it, mm -hmm. but just that and not the glamour of being just a traditionally beautifully fine ass nigga as this police officer who just wants to make a difference in the world that fits his aesthetic versus a Michael B. Jordan. And that could be cast typing this and the third, but because this face card, 
he's too glamorous, even though he's not the, the big name that we know him to be. He's too beautiful for this police role in this particular role. Do I think that there is some work where he's a Denzel-esque, maybe not Alonzo type cop? Maybe I'm not saying that, but for this role where you need a nigga who's also a little bit corny, little quirky, do-gooder. Um, mm -hmm. I don't really think that's Michael B. Jordan. I don't, mm. I don't see that. That's why you Ray P. That was that was that was very well said. Um and I agree. I get what you're saying as far as yeah. that. Um the I get what you're saying as far as like Nate Park and just being that more of an unknown mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and fitting this role, this role in particular. Yeah. Um because I can still see both, but yes, it, it does play out better with Nate. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect, right? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. That's why you write people. That's why you. That's that's why you the goat. That's why you the goat. Um, but yeah, I don't know why that just kept. I kept seeing it during this last watch, and I'm just like, damn. I can see how early. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, and it, it, it just it was the timing of it. If this movie came out 2016, it was too late. Because he For was sure. already Creed and all that stuff. Um, you know, and this is still Friday Night Lights, Michael B. Jordan. This is. Chronicle, right. awkward moment, Fruitvale Station. Like I said, right before he took right. that leap to exactly. A lister. So, exactly. um, cool, man. Good combo. Good combo. Yeah, for sure. So, got a couple questions for you. Yes. Um, and I've talked about this before. Um, ironically enough, in Love and Basketball, another Gina Prince Bifoot movie. Mm -hmm. Has a nigga ever helped you find yourself, Rachel? <laughs> if you ask me, no. If you ask a nigga, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out to the thorn in your side. Shout out to the thorn in my side. <laughs> um, and I'm only asking because I don't know, man. We've done we've done some of these romance films. Mm -hmm. It's just something about these women chasing these niggas, man, and getting these niggas back that I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just something about it. So Love Jones, we kind of talked, and I know you weren't even on the Love Jones episode. That's before, that's like our fifth episode that we've ever done. Uh, but we talked about Nina being in the rain mm -hmm. while Darius is underneath the bridge and she's running to him and she's mm -hmm. making sure her hair don't get wet and all that stuff. We talked about... Um, Monica, if it wasn't for Monica, that her and Q would have never ended up because he the entire movie he was waiting on her to make those first moves. Mm -hmm. Um really love mm -hmm. Frank uh Stevie, excuse me. Yeah. So I, I the reason I even bring it up is because I feel like women help men find themselves, yeah, a lot more than maybe we're seeing in film. Um, and we'll talk about it when we get to like the Mexico scene and how that whole thing ended. I'll mm -hmm. go into a little bit more detail, but for some reason, and I can't pinpoint what it is, it kind of bothers me that the women are doing a lot of the heavy lifting. And I'm not saying it's not a compromise. I'm not saying it shouldn't be 50-50 as far as like your commitment to being with each other and making mm -hmm. something work. Yeah. But man, it seems glaringly 
Um, and shout out to K Rob because you said it when you were on her episode. I don't want to chase anyone. I don't want to be chased. For sure. And it just feels like they're not meeting in the middle. It just feels like the women are initiating a lot. And it just made me wonder, like, damn, are, are, are niggas really just changing your lives? And now this story is a little bit different because of everything she went through on that balcony and where she was mentally. But in general, it was just an observation that I had. Hmm. Okay. To your point. If I if we get into the nitty gritty of it, if we be transparent, which we um, we translucent, I don't get y'all too much. <laughs> but we and, and, and to, to, to quote Ray P, not to get too anecdotal. Exactly, exactly. Um, there is a certain type of man that will change your life. Um, and help you discover things about yourself. And that is not with the intent of, let me teach you how to be a woman. Let me show mm-hmm. you the world, quote unquote, shout out to Aladdin. But um, it will happen in by the natural maturation of your relationship. It will naturally unfold the more you guys grow together and outgrow each other and come back and fit and get into the, um, spend more time in the uncomfortable Mm. or the discomfort of your relationship. That is where that happens. Um, I do have thoughts that women do do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, because that is who we are. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that there is also a shift in the sassiness um, of men and a role reversal, dare I say, of wanting to be chased. I don't, for the sake of this movie, for real, for real, at the end, obviously, we'll get to it. There's a come see about me. I for sure thought that cast coming to London mm-hmm. was a come see about me. But I think he was afraid of Noni. I did. And this is when you talk about niggas that ain't, that's trying to operate, operate outside of their lane. You don't know what to do with this. From the jump. So... When you don't know what to do with it, and there is such an imbalance, one of power, um, physically and aesthetically, mm-hmm. um, she, I have to do it. I have to come get you and bring you along if I want you, because you don't know what to do with this. Now, once you get here, there's an expectation, which I think that he was fitting into those holes, no pun, the way that he should. (laughs) (laughs) But in order for them to get there, she had to be the one to bring him along because you can change my life by, yes, save my life, which is extremely sexy. But what you going to take me on a ride along? I got to bring you to where I am. I have to introduce you to my world because... We don't necessarily fit. I don't fit in your world at all. The way that you live. And it's just easier for me to to bring you here. So I have to come get you. I have to show you the ropes. Because I want you with me. That makes perfect sense. And it, it reminded me of the scene when he asked her straight up. Like, why me? 
Like, yeah. You can have anybody want to. Um, and I don't think I've ever looked at it from that. And that might be my um, extremely large ego that I wasn't <laughs> even able to think about um, the, him adjusting to that life and that being a lot. Yeah, um, We see it. We do the, and that goes, it ties in perfect to your point you just made about Nate Parker. Mm-hmm. Being able to play that, I really believe that, yo, this is too much. I don't, I'm a laid back, almost too, um, almost showing shades of, um, uh, what's my dog's name in the photograph? Why can't I, I think of his, uh, um, Lakeith, but I can't think of his name. No, no, not Michael Block, not Michael Block. I'm talking about the daddy. Yes. Christina was the mama. Oh, God. It's crazy because I was just thinking about this and I can't think about it. Hold on. It's bothering me, y'all. Yep, I, I must have to pull my notes. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't believe that I can't think of the name. Because especially how much we love him. Isaac, 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 Isaac. Isaac, Isaac I knew it was something biblical. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, it reminded me of Isaac. If you remember that photo conversation, photograph conversation when um, I was making the point to you about could you be with someone who's just simple? Like, I just mm-hmm. want this. I just want you mm-hmm. and whatever else. And you made the comment about, you know, if you build me a, a, a house on the lake and all that, like, yeah, we can do that. Um. But just that real simple laid back, I don't want much. I don't want this fame that it comes with. And even on that Mexico scene, it really came out. And his insecurities really came out. Um, even if they didn't directly say it, like, this is my issue. Yeah. Um, it's, that was clearly an issue for him. For sure. And Cass is low-key an asshole. Like, I have that written down in Cass. You can take the, the low-key out. <laughs> okay. You can take the low-key out. Okay. It, it's, it's that thing... It's that weird thing where your assholeness gets excused because you are a genuinely good person mm-hmm. and you genuinely mean well. And mm-hmm. you've not just said it, you've shown ways that you're just a gentleman and you care. Yeah. Obviously saved your life. Yeah. I see you cold without you even saying like, I see you're cold. Mm-hmm. Let me do something. Like Sterling K. Brown said in, in, when he was on Insecure, see some, see something, do something. Period. Like I, I'm I'm taking care of this because I see this. Yeah. Um, and he showed those examples. However, that excused some of his dickheadedness um, that he showed throughout this film. And sure. I, I will we'll get into it, but I don't even know if she was clocking it the way that she should have been again, because she's not had real relationship, real partner, probably real genuine interactions with niggas. Like, no. how much is this? How much of it do you think was a trauma bond? For her. Mm. 45. Yeah, I think so. Because not to jump on best scenes, uh, we'll, we'll have, we'll talk about it when we get there. We'll get there here in a second. But yeah. the main thing for her, she needed to be seen. Mm-hmm. She needed that. She wasn't seen. And she even said it at the end. Her, her last interview with Don Lemon and she, when she was saying like, you know, parts of, you know, parts of Noni, that old Noni, these images died. They did jump off that balcony. Yeah. Um, and I had to, I had to figure out what parts of myself I wanted to save and that mm-hmm. whole spiel. I, I, I get it. Um, and that's part of the, 
the draw that I think, and the fact that he was just genuinely, you know, when he came back and was just on some, yo, like, I just want to make sure you good. Like, I don't want nothing else. That's, it is what it is. So yeah. the fact that he saw her and she wasn't getting that anywhere else. Yeah. 45 sounds about right. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you, uh, as we transition into scenes that I see you is going to do it for me every time, especially when it's genuine. It's one of my favorite parts of Avatar Say what you want <laughs> about Avatar, the, the movie movie, not like the airbenders and stuff. But that whole <laughs> I see you and that be something intrinsic, it means a lot, especially for somebody in such a superficial world where mm -hmm. everything is fake and nothing is real. So to see me and know that something is wrong to see me and know that all of this bullshit, it isn't me, that there is something deeper um, inside. Even if you said it just to get her off the ledge, um, it means a lot. And clearly it stuck with her throughout the movie. And I do think that it was genuine of him because again, this ain't his world. All I do is deal with the real. So yeah. Are, I know that there's something more. I feel it. I feel that 100%. And uh, yeah, yeah, we can get into scenes, but I, I loved your answer as far as just that heavy lifting question that I had. Um, because it really struck, it's, it really stuck to me because that's your foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of, if you start that way, that's kind of going to be the expectation. And then things get rocky. Shout out to good earners, man. Um, Mo and Spike, we're talking about. We're on season four of Sopranos right now, and there's things that Carmela is looking for in her marriage with Tony that they didn't start out with, and just how difficult it is from yeah. Tony's perspective to not understand, yo, we've been doing it this way 18 years. Why all of a sudden, I need you to explain to me why this is changing. And that's just part of relationships. You grow, you get better. Because it wasn't so, enough then, but I accepted it because I wanted mm, you. This is spot on. And are you, yeah, spot on, spot on. Um, yeah. Let's get into the scenes, Rachel. Mm -hmm. So, you go ahead and kick it off. It's your film. Yeah. What scene you want to start with? Okay. So, I've got the intro of Noni getting her hair done and singing Blackbird just because uh, it, it kicks off the movie. I always love an intro scene. Um, we see very early <laughs> distressed white woman with this black child um, tell as old as. I don't want to say time, but till as old as public mm -hmm. <laughs> interracial <laughs> children, and I don't want to say breeding, but you know, uh, procreation. So, I got a lot of I got a lot of things I could say, but I'm just you got it. Yeah, yeah. So we see um, Jean has been left, and she just has this daughter that she has no idea what to do with her hair, and we see uh, again these children about with their hair looking crazy and shout out to just black women stepping up even on her birthday again my birthday is a holiday do i love the kids that much i don't know but <laughs> turn it you turn it you turn it into michael jordan that's a line for sure for sure Fuck them kids <laughs> you already know so mm -hmm. that is then transitioning into the actual talent show for which uh noni needed her hair emergently done just because a little, what, eight-year-old singing Blackbird by Nina Simone is wild. Because even if we want to showcase her talent, 
that is such a mature song and we learn the history of it throughout the movie or why it is so meaningful to Noni and her mother later mm -hmm. on in the movie but it was just um a really powerful scene and a true look that is not the fact that Noni didn't win and she was the most talented mm -hmm. um I'll just talk about this I was swear to God, I was just about to say shout out to Hove. Um, she belonged in the category. <laughs> yeah, keep keep showing up, Noni. And she keeps showing up, but I, I even though I hated her mother throughout, mm -hmm. I liked that she was like, "No, you don't have to accept this. This is gotcha. bullshit." Even though she was mm. too young to maybe throw her trophy away, because okay. Damn, mom, what the fuck? This is still good. But she didn't understand why she was second yet. You know what I'm saying? But I also respect in this time of participation trophies. I appreciate so, throw that shit away. Fuck that. Go ahead. So, so no, you just made that was the only that was my issue mostly with mm -hmm. that whole scene. Mm -hmm. Um, before I even get into it, you're absolutely right. Love a good setup and intro scene. Yeah. The intro told me it explained everything that I kind of needed to know without getting into do too much detail. Mm -hmm. So once we see Noni older, once I see her on that balcony, that opening scene let me know why. Like I saw what type of mom she had. Oh, um, you know, that whole mother-daughter manager talent relationship. Um, and then the chucking up the trophy. Mm -hmm. My issue was, I agree, Rachel. Not a fan of participation trophies. Yeah. But also, as someone who's come in second place before, who's been a runner-up before. Mm -hmm. um, parents should allow grace. And of course, nothing better than advice coming from a non-parent. Uh, but I always feel, I'm talking, I guess I'm, I'm talking about my experience as a son. Mm -hmm. um, it's always good when parents let children experience things themselves for the first time. You're mm -hmm. disappointed, you're hurt. How do you want to handle it? If yeah. you want to throw it away, throw it away. If you want to look at it every single day to remind yourself, I'm never going to feel like that again. Yeah. And that's your motivation. Then do that. Um, I'm not overly upset with it. I get it. I get the message she was trying to paint. Mm -hmm. But also, you can only do that when your kids reach a certain age. I think you yeah. give them the option to kind of know that there are other things. There are other ways I can express this emotion yeah, for than sure. this one way. Um, so that's the main thing I was going to say about that scene. Um. For me, going into the Noni Hotel balcony scene. So we see her mm -hmm. fast forward as a star. She really sang her songs this entire film. Yeah. Um, Google did. So she, I mean, mm. incredible performer. Yeah, that was her singing. Okay. Um, shit, she dangled off the balcony. She didn't have a stunt double. Like, she's just incredibly talented. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, I can't say enough about her. Um, but like I said, Noni needs to be seen. And this is how the PR game works. This is how Hollywood works. This is how all that TM, this is why TMZ exists. Yeah. Stuff like this. Uh, what's the story behind the story? That tabloid said, you know, I'll give you 50,000 up until the truth comes out. And the truth always comes out. Yeah. It just is what it is. And to, to, it was Nate's um, naivete thinking I'm this good old boy cop. Mm -hmm. And I saved this woman. It's supposed to go this way but it went the other way. And yeah. not only that, my dad, who was a police chief, my hero, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The guy I've heard stories about all the bad guys you've locked up. You in on it. Yeah. You're telling me this is what you need to do. Matter of fact, here's 10,000, mm-hmm. which is obviously shouldn't be taking that as a cop. Yeah. Um, but this is the game and this is how it's played. You're going to stand up there on that stage. Mm-hmm. You're going to say she was drunk and this is how we're going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And just Nate not knowing about Nate, excuse me, Cass not knowing about that world and really want to do things straight and narrow. I just thought that was a uh, uh, a very incredible scene. And obviously going into the, you know, what do you see? Nothing. Well, he was hurt. He was Saudi, which was wild to say to a woman after a suicide attempt. Like my nigga, show a little bit more grace. I had a conversation um, the other day with a little home with a little friend and we were talking about nice guys and I hate nice guys because it's fake. And this was a, a reminder of that to me, that initial I'm being nice to you because I have a desired outcome. And mm-hmm. because he was a cop, like it was no different than when he said, what do you see? He said nothing. It was no different than a nigga being like, fuck you, bitch, because I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, there's a. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that story. I'll talk to you after we finish, Rachel, because you're familiar okay. with okay. it. Um, but there's something similar that I know exactly what you mean. And you really have to look at yourself in the mirror and hold yourself accountable about what, yeah. if you meant what you said you meant. That if things are unconditional or conditional. Because people say, I love you unconditionally. But when it's time to clock in, mm-hmm. that's not true. There are some conditions wrapped around this motherfucker. Sure. And I'm not talking about the the everyday standard, like, hey, I'm not going to sit here and be abused and all that conditions. I just mean, if you don't act this way, if you don't do a certain thing, mm-hmm. then maybe my love for you goes a different way. I'm going to say yeah. to your to your quote, Rachel, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Or whatever. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I'll talk to you about that afterwards. But um, what you wearing also when she's in that bed, that nigga Kid Culper said, what you wearing after he said you all right is nasty. <laughs> So a, a lot of nasty work when it comes to sure. not recognizing that this woman just tried to unalive herself. Yeah, yeah. Trigger um, warning. Yeah. Trigger warning. Yes, please. Trigger warning. Um, Rachel, what's your next scene? Um, we we fast forward a little bit, but I go to Cass taking Noni to watch planes um, at the airport because mm. combos are top tier. Um. I did not consider this a pre-date in the Twitter logic <laughs> component, but there is nothing like sitting in the car um, and just having a good ass conversation. Maybe we don't need to be eating fried chicken and macaroni and cheese because the car is going to smell crazy. But cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> we got but... some cornbread. <laughs> I'm not you. But it reminded me of ATL when um, Rashada Nunu are sitting in the car and we're at your best playing in the background like there is just something about that enclosed space um, heightened intimacy and Noni rightfully being triggered because even though Cass has I mean he's shown he's an asshole with that I don't see with, with I see nothing but she shows how much people want from her. 
So the mm. fact that we're sitting here having just a nice conversation, you've saved me again from the paparazzi and this, that, and the third, and from my mother. And the minute Cass pulls out the card of the TMZ um, worker, she immediately flips. Like her guard mm. that she was slowly letting down immediately snaps into place. And she overreacts, but understandably so. Because again, mm -hmm. You don't know this nigga. He didn't tear up the $10,000 check. I don't know if he cashed it or not, but he didn't tear it up when he was given that to keep quiet about um, the initial incident. So now mm -hmm. here's that, and then here you are with this. So I don't know if you're about to try to, you got me away from my mother so that you could blackball me over here. I don't, mm -hmm. or blackball me. I don't know. Again. I don't know this nigga from Adam, but I like that she backed off it once they got to the house. However, it just shows how much of a vulnerable state she really was in. Yeah, that's a great pool, Rachel. Um, yeah. Like you said, understandably so. I understand why that's her you know, defense mechanism. Uh, my scene is just right before that, just leading okay. up to that, okay. uh, which was Kaz. Remember, Kaz was at this... Um, I don't know if it was fundraising, whatever it was, event, political event. Mm -hmm. And he was at the bar, ordered his Guinness. The story comes on with Don Lemon. He hears everybody at the bar laughing when they kind of mm -hmm. see that story. And that made him like, you know what? Let me go check on her. Once again, that good behavior that excuses that asshole nature. Yeah. Like genuinely, yeah. man, y'all don't even, there was something that happened on that balcony. Um, and even after it happened, remember, he's like, I want to talk to her. Like, her mom's blocking it. Yeah. He was talking to his dad. But yeah. I'm just going to take matters in my own hands. Jesse, Jesse being smart enough because it would have really, it really upset me if Jesse would have let him in that room. Right. And I love the fact that the movie, it did two things. It kept it real, which like, bro, like, you my partner, you my dog, I appreciate you, but absolutely not. But also showed how cool Jesse was. Yeah. I'm not going to let you win because I'm not going to lose my job and my extra money. I got a family too, my dude. But I definitely will tell her like, yo, Kaz here to see you. He downstairs waiting right. on you. Right. So I'm giving you the oop. I'm giving you the oop, bro. You can't come mm -hmm. in, but I got you. Like, trust mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Go downstairs, wait. I'm going to tell her to come holler at you. Um, you know, and he just wanted to apologize. And I think that was refreshing going to your point about her wall being up. The fact that he just wanted, I just wanted to come here and say, I'm sorry for how I treated you. You didn't deserve right. that. And I wanted to make sure you were good. Yeah. I don't want no money. I don't want these paparazzi. I'm not trying to milk this 15 minutes of fame. That's mm -hmm. all I wanted. Real simple. And she saw that and was like, you know what? Let's bounce. So I, I just thought that was dope. I just thought that was real dope. Also, just real quick, this happened before this, but the meeting with Liam, the mm -hmm. first time we meet Liam, um, just because Liam's an asshole. Yeah, and I, I don't know how many lines in the film I've heard that are more disgusting than we're trying to sell. We're selling fantasy here, and suicide ain't sexy. That's one of my goals. yo, Crazy. yo, Crazy. If I was her dad in that meeting, he was gone, gone. Like, what are you talking about, my daughter? Like, all right, but anyway. But but to your point. That's why I can talk crazy to you and your mama. Ain't no man here on your behalf. There's nobody. And it's already clear your mother will let anything fly. Yeah, your because there's no way. Talk to you. Yeah, Rachel, because there's no way out. They said they were waiting 40 minutes. 
No. What are you talking about? Period. Ultimate disrespect. Period. Stop playing in my face. Like yeah. you're 40 minutes late and it's supposed to be a strategy meeting and nobody's here. Like, oh, y'all playing. Like, don't do that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not playing with that. But anyway, what's your next scene, Rachel? Um, Cass being uncomfortable with the photo shoot. So leading up to that, again, Noni is doing the heavy lifting. She pulls him from work, which was crazy. Because how did you? No, no, no. That wasn't. Hold on. Are you talking about the work scene? Or are you talking about when he was at home and uh, the security knocked on his door? Like, you the Boy Scout? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, then got you. So that's before work. Work was a DV scene, which we'll talk about. Because that was insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. So um, all of that with him, Cass, eventually now spending the day with her um, and just seeing him, again, be mindful of her. Because, again, what women want, safety, protection, he's mindful of her. So we've done all these things throughout the day. Um, and now we're at this photo shoot. And again, I just said it. Your mother has no boundary. Nothing is too far. And she says it at the end of the movie. Nothing is too much. And she just looked crazy as fuck. And seeing Kaz's ears sort of perk and his eyes perk. So he's he knows now, like. I have to step for you. I'm the only person who really has your best interest in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all of that. Yeah, no. I so here, all right. So I looked at this scene. Um, great scene. I had this down as well, but I got a different perspective from it because okay. there's nothing. It's almost like you said in the car. When, you, mm-hmm. when they were in the car in that intimate space and those intimate moments. Yeah. This is another one of those intimate things. For sure. Being with someone and just being in their element. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just, I, she, she pulled up on, you know, I need protecting. And he's with her at, you know, the fitting and the photo yeah. shoot and the rehearsal. And there's just something about being with, and they weren't partners at the time, but being with your person, just getting able to just sit down and watch them or observe yeah. them being themselves. Yeah. I'm not looking at this from a relationship perspective. I just want to know more about you. Um, I know I mentioned, I've, I've already mentioned Mo a couple of times, but um, on his podcast, Another Week in the Books, this past episode, he was talking about how him and his wife are like locked in. They've been together so long. You know, he got married young or they got married young. And he made a comment about one of his wife's friends and asking her like, you know, why I see that y'all are cool. Like, why didn't that work out? And with Spike was, of course, on some like, yo, that's a crazy question to ask your wife. Like, you, that's a bold question. And Mo was like, look, man, we so locked in and tight. Like, I enjoy getting to know her as a person. Yeah. That is my wife. That is my girl or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But just I want to know about you. Um, yeah. We talk about the same with parents, like just getting to know your parents as people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that's cool to be able to be in a space where I'm getting to learn about you outside yeah. of me. And I think that's really dope and real intimate. Um Go ahead. I love that. And as soon as you started talking, it immediately reminded me of if Bill Street could talk. Where mm-hmm. um damn no, I can't think. I can't think of nobody's name today. But um 
where homegirl is like, I've never experienced Fani in his world. Tish, uh, I've mm -hmm. never experienced Fani in his world. He's always been in mine. And there is just something about that. And we think about now or in real life where just a nigga being like, you want to ride to the store? Yep. <laughs> I want to yeah. see how you navigate the world. I want to see who they see, what they see. I know who you are with me. I know what we have, but I'm very curious of who this other person is because it is somebody else. And I want to know. Yeah. I want to see that shit. I, I thought it was incredible. And yeah. I know for me, speaking personally, that's just one of the, that's one of my biggest ways I can show someone how much they care about it, how much I love them is inviting them into that space that a lot of people don't yeah. get into. Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, just seeing me, this is what I do. I'm doing this without you. With or without you, I'm doing this. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to let you take a peek on what happens when you're not here. Exactly. So that's just loving. That's very intimate and loving to me. And I wanted to shout that out. Um, sure. Same scene, just, sure. same scene, just different scenarios. Uh, what is and your next scene? I'm, Go sorry. Ahead, I'm sorry. Before I just, they went to the children's hospital before that, right? That is a no, part that of was that. all in the same that's montage. montage. Yeah, that's so that's why I said, like, that's what made it dope because it wasn't like I bring your bring your spouse to work there bring your partner to work day right um, you know i get to see what because and, and if you think about it from Kaz's perspective you're a pop star like you on tvs like you mm -hmm. on vibe magazines and all that i don't i had no idea that you go to hospitals on your own time to yeah. put smiles on kids faces and all this other stuff so yeah now, was it her own time or was this a part was it of the label I, you know i tried to give her a pass right you ain't letting nobody slide <laughs> Well, well, I'm not only because in my little random tidbits, going to the hospital when coochie cutters and a feather belly shirt is crazy. Usually, yeah, usually there is a hospital outfit. Like we can bring you a change of clothes to the set. Like he said, a hospital no outfit. Jeans. <laughs> oh shit! I feel you on that. You're going to see little that. Timmy and some bullshit. But that, um, might look, that might that might be part of little Timmy's make a wish. Shit. <laughs> Tell Noni to tell Noni to wear that cut I like. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm absolutely <laughs> not about to deal with you. Um, my next scene is Noni taking Kaz on the plane, just because again, shout out to Beyonce. So, so I had to introduce her to the Mile High Club. Period. Um, and I didn't get it. I know she said, I want this to be, I want to be your first. Was that only in reference to the plane? Or to first, first, like that was in reference to the plane. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, I don't know if I missed it. I know he's never flown, but is this? Are you also taking his virginity? Like, what is happening? I didn't get virginity because um, it was never stated. Part of me just given his character wouldn't have shocked me. I don't. I strongly virginity. don't. I. I 100% don't believe that was the case, but it wouldn't shock me. It's definitely within his character traits. Um, but I always took it as I want to be your first as far as this plan goes. Because, and here's what the movie did that kind of helped us in our mindsets. Mm -hmm. They didn't have sex until that moment, as far as we know. Right. They right. kissed and, you know, they shared some moments, but they've mm -hmm. never had sex. Correct. Well, we clearly know right now, you know, you're riding this nigga. Correct. So it... it that that line mixed with all of the stuff we just mentioned does make you question, like, hmm, what you mean by that? That did, did you mean you want to be his first plane ride? Did you want to be his first mile high club? 
Did you want right. to be his first, first? I would think if this is not your first go round, in my mind, even though I know this is your first plane ride, um, I would say I want this to be your first. I want to share this experience, your first experience with this. Like, mm -hmm. I want this to be something for us, but to, I want to be your first. Yeah. yeah. It was very, it was very specific. It was um, very specific. Yeah, no, I, I just, will, that's swaggy. Go ahead. I, I will say this. I will say this. Um, from the from the male's perspective, mm -hmm. what a flex. Exactly. What a flex for, first of all, hold on, before we even get there. If you remember, he wasn't fucking with her. So don't come to my job unannounced. Yeah. On some, you know, I, I want to see you and all this, that, and the third. Like, I, there's proper protocol to this. Don't just pop up in my shit. But yeah, the point was made. He got on that plane. Um, I love the trust factor. Like, yo, trust me. Um, mm -hmm. him, him going along with it. Him being, because yeah. it's very easy to be like, hell no. Nah. Like, I'm not wearing a blindfold. I don't even really know you like that. And like I said, 10 minutes ago, I wasn't fucking with you. Right. So the, for me to just randomly be on this blindfold shit is a little bit different. Um, mm -hmm. But man, with a flex, that drunken love in the background. Come on. Just, come, come on, on man. It, it was just perfect. Like, absolutely yeah. perfect for everything that was going on. Uh, and I ain't gonna lie, man. I was jealous. I was a little bit jealous, man. Me too. Was, yeah, I'm... man. And she... And she, I was gonna say, because... Flying. I, I'm not scared of flying, but I can imagine, you know, if I was and that happened, yeah. I'd be freaked out. So she knew she had to throw them cheeks in there. Right. That's the only way I'm going to be able to get this nigga to kind of calm down. So she knew she had to throw them cheeks in there. Um, So he gave it a pass for that. But that nigga said, I think I love you. <laughs> That's another reason I feel like this is his first time. I don't listen. To the pussy. <laughs> Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. That scares me, Rachel. Okay. Okay. It's one thing that it's one thing to think it. Okay. It's one thing to think it to yourself, like, damn, my yeah. shit's so good. Got me want to say I love you. But if it's got to the point where you 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 can't help yourself and you let that shit blurt out, it's like Harlem Knights. When 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 that nigga Red Fox character, when he said, like, uh, or excuse me, um Della Reese, when she said, I got a girl so good. You could throw it in the air and uh, turns into sunshine. And Red Fox was like, I want some of that. And Richard Pryor, Sugar Ray was like, I don't. I feel Sugar Ray. I don't. Because I know that type of shit right there is going to be like, hey, put your mama on the phone. Hey, I'm leaving you. I ain't never coming back home. I don't want no parts of that shit. If I'm out here saying I love you because I just put the tip in, mm, you dangerous. You dangerous. Listen, I'm a bad boy. But nah, man, I'm cool. I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> uh, hey, I hate fucking with you, Rachel. Shout out to y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's oh, very man. crazy. And niggas who do that are not to be trusted. Um, Damn, Rachel, now you got me thinking. Like That might be, because that's, that's first-time behavior. Exactly, exactly. And they had no condom. She just put it in. So this is your first experience. Damn. Damn. Is this my is this my juice moment when we <laughs> found out that uh his dad was a jailhouse hoe? Maybe and now or now I'm looking at this whole character differently. 
It's and getting now, virginal. Now that it's now that you say that his actions make sense. Yeah. If that's the case, his actions make sense as to why he was on that. Like yeah. the rest of the movie make and why he felt shit. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it going. Okay. Um sorry, my next scene. BET Awards. Yeah, that's my next scene too. So Rachel, I gotta ask you. Yes. Um, and I really need your opinion on this. I I struggle with the proper protocol when it comes to this. A um, white. What's that? Go ahead. <laughs> um, and what I mean by that is kind of reminding me of Creed, the original. Okay. When um when Creed got in the fight backstage at mm-hmm. Bianca's show, mm-hmm. where on one hand, well, that's not necessarily the best example because um, Creed's Pretty issue was about himself. It was him being yeah. called something. Yeah. And this one, Kaz was really defending his girl, right? Over sure. some very overt, because I am, actions do it more than words for me. Mm-hmm. You can tell me whatever. You can say, like, you get in my sloppy seconds and shit all day. Like, that. I don't believe you. Like, you know what I mean? You got to prove it to me. So when you start proving it, that's when I say, oh, you playing in my face. Like, now you playing in my face, and I, I don't know if I can let this slide. And give it up to Cass for actually showing some restraint, because he said a few slick things while he was walking her off stage, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until he said his last comment that he turned around and swung on him. But... The only reason it's a dilemma is because this is her life. This is her career. This is her livelihood. What's more important to you, Rachel? Is it having your honor defended or is it, yo, like, let me take care of this shit backstage? Because I would have handled it that way. We talked about that with the Will Smith shit. Like, bro, like, when I see you stage, I promise on everything, I'm whooping the dog shit out of you. And I still feel the same, motherfucker. My nigga gonna slide, okay? Yeah. My expectation is always, oh my God, and shout out to the thorn because he always says that the expectation is for your nigga, for your man to be prepared to die about you. Um, and that's just period. That's why I can't be fucking with y'all niggas because y'all ain't shown that y'all ready to die. <laughs> that's but, that's wild. But I but like I mean that because anything could happen. Um, anything could happen. Here's where I'm a differ in opinion from you. Um, first off, letting a white man at the BET Awards, a white rapper, <laughs> disrespect a black woman is crazy. Like insane. In fucking sane. And I liked you can be a white rapper, whatever. We've had Eminem. We've had Machine Gun Kelly, you know, even though he's transitioned into rock. But uh <laughs> you, know, you know more, you know more than me. Um, shout out to Cleveland. But um, <laughs> that in and of itself, he so for those who haven't seen it again, spoilers, but when you watch it, they had recently broken up, like in the trailer before the show um maybe give or take two days (laughs) a day you know um so now this is his ego he played cool and he probably was cool with the fact that she quit him to a degree Mm -hmm. Because even though they were together, the explanation of their relationship is that they fucked and then 
had some text messages. It wasn't even that deep for all of this. So you have that. And so, okay, now I've been dumped. And now, not only did you dump me, but you're bringing your nigga around in mm -hmm. front of me. And so now I have to answer for paparazzi asking, oh, was Noni cheating on you? This, that, and the third. So now mm -hmm. my ego is in it. So here mm -hmm. we are at the BET Awards. Shout out to BET. And bitch, I'll show you. I liked that the crowd, once they started peeping like, yo, what the fuck? I don't think this is a part of the choreography for this performance. Once mm -hmm. they started seeing that, I liked that they were turning. But for real, for real, to your point, Cass showed great restraint because if this man pushes me back down on the bed when you see I'm trying to get up and you're constantly trying to unbutton my coat, which I am purposely keeping closed, my nigga gonna slide. Like, period. Do not fucking disrespect me. So you've done all of this on stage. I'm dancing and grooving, trying to put on a performance and you trying to hold my head down at your meat. Are you fucking oh, yeah. kidding me? The fact that I might have an attitude that my nigga ain't come out sooner. Get this nigga because I'm going to ruin the show. I would have I would have used my service pistol. Period. <laughs> Use my service pistol on that nigga. <laughs> pushing pushing my girl head down on your shit, bro. Come on, man. Stop fucking playing with me. Respect and all. Stop playing with me. Yeah. After BET Awards, are you fucking Stop playing crazy? With me. The fact that Cass was the only nigga to come from backstage is crazy to me because anybody that knows me and I am friends with a particular type of nigga, when I say that niggas better slide, niggas the better show would have been over. Listen, oh let me tell you this, Rachel. Oh, that shit happened to you. Just from, just, just from a just from a this my dog perspective, you know what I'm That's saying? Right. We we everybody knows how tight me and Rachel are. Mm -hmm. If I was there and that shit happened to you, I would solely be responsible for the reason why the BET awards will be on a permanent tape delay <laughs> for years and years to come. Exactly. Ain't no coming back from break. Like this exactly. whole shit shut down. Exactly. Because you're not about to play in nobody's face like that. Um, and I couldn't imagine if that was my girl, bro. Especially in front of me. And you know what you're doing. Just took my virginity? Because <laughs> you know what you're doing. Um, you yeah, so you're for doing. the record. Yeah, so for the record, he getting slid on. Um, I just didn't know if it was proper protocol to slide in the back or slide on stage. I would have slid on stage just because you're doing too much. Uh, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to. I would hate for it to be. And you answered the question already. I would hate to slide and then fuck up her bag or fuck up whatever she had going on because of my actions and her having an issue with me. And that's where the creed tie in comes in. Mm -hmm. When, you know, Bianca was on some like, yo, how would you feel if I came to your, to your fight and just acted right. an ass? But Bianca different circumstances. That's the yeah, thing. Different, I, I was just about to say, different circumstances. We would just have to be okay. Like, you would just have to be mad at me. Because as somebody that cares about you, and I think I love you, um, 
I don't want to see you be disrespected, especially by no white man, especially not by no white man rapper, especially by no white man rapper at the BET Awards in front of millions of people live yeah, and virtually. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, that's wild. The it, you know that even felt okay to do that. We just chopped it up in a trailer like we cool. So your ego, because my nigga is here, got you tripping on me like this? Are you crazy? I could even take, you might do a little something. You know, we got to quell the rumors. We cool. But the physical nature, the sexual, like this is low key. You're assaulting me. No, it's not low key. That is 100% assault. Because I broke up with you and we get in that male ego and toxic masculinity. Like, this is that. And I think one of my biggest issues as well is um, anytime people aren't honest with their feelings. Because mm-hmm. my nigga, you just told me that you're not going to shed a tear. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't mm-hmm. that deep to you. So, all right, cool. You gave me the little, you know, you suppressed, don't let the press use you thing. It what? felt like we was good. So, where's all this coming from? And you got to take your little shot. Go ahead. I'm not to cut you off. He probably did feel that way. Yeah, a little sting, a little salty in the interim. But mm-hmm. remember, let's call back that scene. When Noni walks up to the trailer, his niggas, they are not receptive to her. So already in the midst of this, all the rumors and tabloids of Noni's relationship with Cass are already swirling around. So they're not treating her like his girl, quote unquote, or the bitch that he fucking with. They kind of duck inside eye, not answering her questions like, is he in here or not? Like they're being evasive towards her like a bitch that he don't really fuck with. Because again, I've already hit your ego. So here in the moment, you might be like, "Eh, I'm a little salty, but whatever, you know, good luck. But now you got this nigga in my face. And I'm not mature enough. I'm going to react. Now, is this the way to do it? No, get your motherfucking hands off me. Like, even before, I don't have good self-control. Like, I could better control my face. So, So even the fact that it had gone so far before Cass came out, I think was commendable to him. Because I would have been swinging on that nigga. Like, I I don't know. I think something in me would have just snapped like that fight or flight. I don't have in that scenario that kind of decorum. I think she was trying to save the performance, protect her image, this, that, and the third. But for real, for real, you're not about to fucking play with me. I will. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. (laughs) For some reason, that just reminded me of Vanessa Bill Calloway. Um, What's love got to do with it? You ain't got to hit me but once. Hit me but once. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not here for none of that shit, bro. I'm That's not it. here. I'm not doing it. That's it. Yeah. Listen, we can go to the next scene, but I'm just yeah. telling you, I'm, I'm asking if I'm cast, I'm asking Noni for the jet. Like I'm looking at this nigga's tour schedule. What is this nigga performing tonight? Come Every on. time I see you, you catching these hands, bro. One. And Every I'm single time. I'm Every single time. It. And I'm the police. Nigga, the I know LA somebody in every city. Yep. Nigga, yep. every time I see you, nigga, wow. that's how it's gonna be. Every time we meet. But anyway, what's your next scene? Um, 
Mexico, just the whole sure. escape um, leading into that post BT Awards, them getting to Mexico, her just leaping because again, that road life is hard. <laughs> and Straight then where you don't have the opportunity to be yourself, you've just been assaulted on national TV by your ex, quote unquote, boyfriend, a white man at that. Um, let that go. <laughs> I'm just weak because you are not letting that shit go. Cannot let it go. I cannot let it go. As long as I'm black, I'll never let it go. Um, shout out to my mama because that's her phrase. Shout as out. long as you're black, but um, blah 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 blah. <laughs> just no need. This is the first time we've seen her really just be at peace. You know, she sleeps for two days. This nigga, wait, he ain't got no money. <laughs> you that nigga went home. That nigga went home, opened his Bible or some book and grabbed some money out of there. <laughs> so my nigga going through it. He's going through it. You done slept through three meals. You better eat these enchiladas. <laughs> Straight up. Because I ain't, nigga, we ain't got no microwave, but you got to eat this at room temp. Sour cream, the sour cream might be spoiled. Let's take that off. Yeah, take man, why are you doing that? <laughs> take said, it this off. was lunch, this was dinner, this is breakfast. Like, damn, That's but I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I need that rest. Like, it's ranchos, rancheros, huevos, rancheros. <laughs> That's what the fuck to be eating. So, um, I just like that. Um, the only thing that was crazy to me about Mexico was cast getting booed. During karaoke, because karaoke typically most people can't that's sing. That's the point of it. Yes. Yeah, you so. know, yes. Carry so Rachel, that's in my notes. Yeah. I getting yeah. booed at karaoke is wild. Crazy. Um, because karaoke is meant for that. It's actually when you get someone who can sing, that's one of those pleasant treats. Like, oh, we got somebody who can actually sing. But right. I'm expect I'm coming to karaoke expecting that these niggas gonna suck. Exactly. exactly. So hearing him get booed wasn't was insane. Uh, but I agree everything, just the escape to Mexico, because as she said it, I needed to hit the pause button on my life. For sure. And sometimes you just need to relax. You need to catch up on sleep. You need to stay in bed all day. You need to, mm -hmm. you know, fuck. Mm -hmm. um, you need to eat. Be on the beach. Take your hair down. Wipe your makeup off. That's like, be it. yourself. Like, don't have to be anybody. You don't have to be Noni Jean, the pop star. Just right. be who you are with me. Um, exactly. And just obviously, we we physically see the transformation. We see her look like a completely different person because the glam is gone. But then the real beauty shows. Exactly. Um, exactly. And even the small, once again, intimate moments. There's a lot of beautiful intimate moments in this film. Mary Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. To her trading in those. No, no, no. You good? I love when we listen. listen yeah. We, we see. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> look at her professional. Um, her trading those earrings for that merit badge and just mm -hmm. explaining what it means and how he, they have to be earned. Um, even the can you take a picture scene? I yeah. love that. She's so ready to like somebody recognize me. Nah, nigga, take a picture of us. Don't give, I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, and that just had to be a liberating feeling for her. Like, yo, I'm, sure. I can be myself. I can move because we got to. I mean, obviously, the, the um the adoration of celebrities is like off the chain. I couldn't. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever be famous, especially yeah. that famous, yeah. to where you can't even move how you want to move. You can't go to restaurants, walk in the park because people want mm -hmm. some other shit. Um, but yeah, uh, new edition. Shout out to new edition. For sure. Um, the whole Mexico thing was was dope. 
And that leads me to my scene, which is the end of Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, when she does her beautiful performance, and obviously I knew it when I was watching. I said, somebody going to be recording this shit. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, mom's beating down the door, paparazzi beating down the door. Um, and she tells Cass that I needed a pause button. And Cass started acting bitch made. Mm -hmm. Because, my nigga, what did you really think? You did you really think y'all just about to retire to Mexico and you never had to go back to any responsibilities? Like I, I'm confused. If I'm Cass's friend mm -hmm. and I talk to him every day, I would have been like, "Yo, what, what did you? How did you expect this to turn out?" You already ain't got like, no money. Did, yeah, like I, and, and him just—it's not the fact that you're upset. Feel how you need to feel. I'm never mm -hmm. here to invalidate anybody's feeling, but you should also talk about it. You go straight into the accusations. You go straight into. Don't tell me what I'm going to do and not do with my life. Don't tell me I give it about a week. You know what I mean? You'll be back and weave, face down, ass up. Crazy. And I love the fact, insane behavior, like really nasty behavior. Um, mm -hmm. But I love how she she told him what he needed to hear. Stop trying to save everybody. Yeah. You know, Kaz is no different in, in a sense from her mom, where I feel that I know your life better than you and I know what you I need. I know what you need more than you. Mm -hmm. which is even more wild because your dad does it to you. So you should yep. be more relatable to the fact that this ain't cool. I'm yep. just here to support you. I'm here to be yep. here for you. I'm just concerned that we've had such a beautiful time. I don't want you to go back to that stress or go mm -hmm. back to the life that caused you to even need a getaway to Mexico to begin with. That's yeah. all. I'm just worried about you, baby. Just worried about That's you. It. That's all. That's it. You ain't got to do all that sucker shit because that's mm -hmm. and the lamest shit. The lamest shit, the inexcusable, the he don't even deserve her back. He threw yeah. that merit badge in the ocean. Rachel, I got let I got love letters from sixth grade still. You feel me? <laughs> I got love letters from sixth grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. I still I still got wallet size photos of shorties. You know what I mean? That is that it gave me certain shit. Uh-huh. To throw a merit badge that you saw her trading her jewelry in to give to you, that mm -hmm. means something, my nigga. Yeah, like that means something. That's one of those. E just in case we get back together, let me keep this in the back. Let me spot. keep this. I have a key that I got from a nigga. Two thousand two, maybe. Oh, some key to my heart type shit. I don't. Yeah. I don't know where it's at now, but <laughs> it ain't. It might be in the trash now. But a few years ago, it was not in the trash. Um. Things that admit something. keepsakes. You just broke up this bitch. You just was in love with her. You just lost her virginity to her. And you're this mad. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about ego. We talking about kid culprits ego. But this is your ego. And you being mad childish. Because even though we have this beautiful come see about me at the end. I'm a we are versa that. Mm -hmm. Got it. Mm. That could change shit real quick. Union ruined. <laughs> that's, yeah, you that's over. That, sad that I went back to life because again, like, to your, what did you expect? Not yeah, you took like, your ball. <laughs> yeah, took his ball and left. Like I, he he acted like he walked into that room in Mexico, and she mm -hmm. was just getting drilled by a nigga, like or something right. like that. Like she was just right. doing the most. 
wild beyond imagination shit. And she just mm -hmm. had to get back to her life. Like I worked my entire life for this. Like I yeah. actually, besides minus the bullshit, I like this. Right. I enjoy it. Right. Matter of fact, being with you, being in my natural element, singing songs that I want to sing mm -hmm. helped me realize how much I enjoy it and I want to do it my way. That Don't part. you see you're a part of this? That part. You helped bring this out of me? That part. Like, I love and appreciate you for that. He can't but see you want, Like you said, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Mm -hmm. That scary shit that you mentioned earlier, like, I don't know what to do with her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that so, old nice guy, when I'm behaving outside of the way that you think I should be, the way you want me to, this don't look how you think it should, so now you're going to mistreat me. Now you, you're disrespecting me. You may not be shoving my head to your genitalia, but you should know me. You basically calling me a hoe, um, mm -hmm. attention whore, this and third. But like, Nick, I thought you loved me. Mm -hmm. You want to take care of me? This is how you do it? Are you crazy? Yeah. Telltale sign. Like, she would have had every right to say, you know what? You showed me who you are. You showed because me. Because it's never, yeah. it's never the... Uh, it's never the good moments. It's always those bad moments. Like that's who that's who the motherfucker is. We talked about the discomfort at the top of the mm -hmm. show. The ugliness when it ain't when it ain't looking how you think it should, how you want it to. If you can't handle that, then it's a it's long road ahead. That's for sure. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, do you what's your next scene, Rachel? My last scene is just uh because I mean I have Cupsy about me, but really Noni firing her mother just because her mother was trashed the whole movie um mm -hmm. and just Noni genuinely having that realization and that come to jesus moment and just saying you know what it was never enough you like when were you learning there her mama smacking her because what <laughs> hey listen jenna prince bythewood loves a good mama daughter slap she don't she good mama slap <laughs> loving basketball we got one yes yeah she loves it <laughs> cursing their mothers in spain but um just that whole scene, because again, Jean knows how to play the game, and that is what she's done Noni's whole yeah. life. Um, be it a defense mechanism, be it for their own protection or her own retribution. Like, look what I did. I did this. Um, it wasn't always right, but I understand how she got there, and I'm definitely not apologizing for this during Black History Month, but I understand, and that again comes with when you see your parents as people and adults versus your parent. It just, uh, I see it wasn't, it was fucked up, but I see how you got there. It ain't okay, but I see how you got yeah. there. Yeah, um, that's that's one of my last scenes as well, uh, mainly mm -hmm. because, well, the be right the scene right before that, Liam's firing, and the yeah. way that, um, that Mama Jean use that leverage and we saw as a viewer like oh shit she's finally come around she's seen yeah. you know she went to mexico to go get her daughter now she sees all right well let's try things her way you know we're not putting this album out and then we realized it was just a play it really led into that scene That's even cool. more um mm -hmm. and i love the moment when she said you know when did you ever tell me that none of this was enough nigga mm -hmm. when i was on that balcony crazy like, you know what I mean? It's just that realization. We talked about the smack and there's Noni just being aware enough to know, like, you know what? You do work for me, nigga. You fired. Yeah. yeah. Like, mom or not, like, nah, I'm not doing this. I want to take control of my career. So that was really dope. Um, mm -hmm. 
the only other scene that I really had, and like I said, there's other things was we talk about coming get about come see about me and stuff is mm -hmm. um the confession when she went on Dom Lemon and yeah. pretty much said I needed to see what was worth saving. And that just I if anybody's heard me speak about anything, you know how much I love authenticity. Um, mm -hmm. and just being able to control your own narrative, not because it's a narrative, but because it's the truth. Like, I don't want anybody to ever use my truth against me. Like, nigga, it's mine. Because then you look like you hiding. And now, nah, nigga, this is what happened. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I tried to fight it because it's embarrassing or whatever the case is. But this is a message. This is a testimony of somebody else out there who's going through it that, look, it is okay to do an inventory of your life and do an audit of your life and realize, yo, there's things in it that I need to get rid of. Um, and there's things about myself that I really want to um, um, nurture and grow. Um, and it's okay to, to to admit that you know I messed up. I'm not human. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure I am human. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. And that's For perfectly sure. fine. And, and I, I respect anybody who's able to take their uncomfortable mm -hmm. truth um, and live in it and not let anyone else weaponize it against them. I just think For there's sure. something special about that. For so sure. um, obviously the ending is to come see about me. If you want to talk about it now, we can. We can just go straight into the come to see, come see yeah. about me category. Um. We see Cass, I was calling Nate. We see Cass take his second flight ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. That um, was it. It wasn't okay. the fact that he saw her. It's the fact that we know he's scared of flying. And he did it by himself. Yeah. Um. So it, it was just that. And again, we just were on his head for being an asshole, which he still is, you know. But you take the steps. I'm doing my best. I'm going to try. And he flew. He was in L.A. You flew 16 hours mm -hmm. with a gunshot wound, <laughs> which I don't think you can do that. But regardless, he did it like, bitch, I'm showing Did he up. get shot? He got grazed, didn't he? In the leg? I thought he, I know he wrapped up his hand, but I thought there was like a graze on his leg. Maybe, maybe not. I, I thought the hand was from the punches when he was beating the face in. Right, right. Uh, that nigga deserve everything. That close range, and you can't hit that nigga. That's some Pulp Fiction, um, divine intervention type shit. Yeah, that shit sure. was wild for sure. But just the fact that he did that, I'm gonna step for you. Um, and because the long movie ended, we we don't see her ask where his damn merit badge is. But um, again, just the fact that he did that, you showed up for me. We ain't really fucking with each other, you know. He told her in there dare I say breakup, when she says, you know, what we had, it was perfect. It started off on a lie. Mm -hmm. So it could never be perfect. That's the bar. It's um, a bar. And so true, because as for as much as I will say that he's an asshole or an insecure, a bold, nice guy versus just a good man, because that's the difference. There is a difference. Um, that matters. And mm -hmm. we talk about how you start is how you finish. Not all the time, but rules versus exceptions. And I think with him coming to London for her show where she gets to be herself and not Noni the pop star, she gets to be Noni and Kulat <laughs> in this jumper <laughs> versus a coochie cutter in a fur <laughs> belly shirt, you know. Um, this is a chance for us to start over. This Fair. is a chance for us to reshape 
how we want our relationship to look because our relationship is salvageable, but it, it has to start from here, not from who we were, how we started before. Love to let it go when it came back. That's how strong it That's was. How strong it was. Oh man. Because <laughs> couldn't belong to me. Come on. Come Got on. Two kids on. by this nigga. It was wrong of me. Um, very well said, Rachel. That was beautifully said. I think that's a perfect way to kind of wrap up the storyline as far as the film and the yeah. ending of it. Um, best quotes. I we've said them all. I don't have a lot. Obviously, like I said, you know, started on a lie. Um, it can never be perfect. What do you see? Nothing, just because I thought that was crazy. And again, we're selling fantasy. And suicide ain't sexy. And then you know I love you like a step nephew, right? That's literally all I have quote wise. Um, so I actually have different quotes. Give them to cool. me. Give them to me. Opportunity can't tell time. Okay. Truth is the only safe ground to stand upon. Mm -hmm. Church girls are the ones you got to look out for because <laughs> let's just say it. Let's just say a nigga been blessed. Um. <laughs> When after I forget exactly when it was, it might have been after the mile high thing when he just mm -hmm. she asked him to go to the awards with her. He just looked at her. Said, I'm, I'm just a little bitch now, huh? Uh, I just thought that was a funny little moment. That's some shit I'd have said. Oh, I'm just a little bitch now. Huh? You think I'm gonna go to awards because you got me on this flight, took my virginity, air quotes. Um, <laughs> and then the last quote I had, um, was really just a statement more than a quote. That night, on when she this is when she pulled up, he was about to go to his vetting event. And she mm -hmm. pulled up on him in the driveway and she said, that night on the balcony, you saw the goodness in me. It was enough to keep me going until I was finally able to see it in myself. Mm -hmm. um, just the importance of being kind to people sometimes and just yeah. being there. Like sometimes people just need a boost and they just need a little sure. somebody to see them. As we've said. Sure. Um, and just how that one small gesture kind of helped her more than he could probably ever realize. Um, sure. Seeing Stilly. Okay. Again, shout out to Aisha Hines. Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly is the easy answer, but it's Black History Month, so I'll never do it. Um, Danny Glover. Yeah, so it's funny. <laughs> Danny, Danny, all right, so Danny Glover's the right answer. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is a this is this is an odd movie where for one reason or another, I only cared about the stars, I only cared about the leads as far as their story. Mm -hmm. Um Machine Gun Kelly was entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, this role was supposed to be for a black actor. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, Big Sean auditioned for the role. Shout out to him um, and his cameo. Go ahead. Yeah, that's how he got the cameo. He auditioned for the role, so he didn't get it, but he got it in the movie. Uh, but Gina said that Machine Gun Kelly just kind of brought an energy mm -hmm. when he came in audition, and he flew himself out a couple times, showed he was serious. Yeah. It just kind of worked. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going with Benito Martinez. It's Jesse. Okay. Okay. Um, he is the perfect definition of what I think a scene stealer is. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed every single time he was on camera. Not a lot of screen time. Could have used a couple more scenes. Yeah, like I could just—he he just felt cool. That. He just felt like a cool dude. Um, so that's my winner. Um, things that bother you. I know we covered a lot. <laughs> I already said the karaoke. Um, just booing because that's crazy. Even in a foreign country, they're not about to be booing you. Um, during a yeah. song, and then again, the amount of disrespect of Machine Gun Kelly or what a kid culprit during uh, the BET Awards of a black woman. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's top of the list without question. Yeah. Um, so you touched on it a little bit, and I just want to emphasize how much this bothered me. Mm-hmm. Leaving a domestic violence arrest <laughs> to go hop in the limo or the SUV or the black car, whatever it was, to go. And I know Jesse gave him the okay, but my nigga, it's not like this was a petty theft. Right. You know what I'm saying this ain't this ain't Lou. This ain't Lou at the liquor store. Shout out to Razor King. Nigga, this is a domestic violence. You gave this woman your card and said, call me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. bro, that's not something I'm just skipping out on. I'm sorry. Make it a different crime if you're going to write that scene. DB just seemed a little bit OD. Yeah. How did she even know where he was? You don't have this nigga's location. Right. They're and not, I get, not calling the station and saying, oh, <laughs> he's right. on a DB case over in Laguna, you know? Yeah, and I'm not saying that uh, Noni knew. I, I really believe she just pulled up and said, hey, what you doing? Like, I'm about to kidnap you. Cool. Any other circumstance, it would have been player. But I just wish it was, you know, we just brought this random guy in for, I don't know, loitering or some shit yeah. and decent exposure. I don't know, something. But damn, my nigga DV, I got to, hold on, man. I got to get this nigga talking to. Paperwork. I'll be out in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I got to make sure his paperwork done properly. Yeah. I got I to gotta know what's going on with him. Um, and the only other thing that I had was Kaz's story slash B plot just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked earlier about the movie being a little too long, maybe 15, 20 minutes too long. Yeah. And I think if you get away with some of that, I didn't need the scene with the preachers. Um, I didn't even need the domestic violence thing. It didn't really lead to much other than showing us that this that this nigga had a weak shot, like because he right. was point blank and missed you. Like it just didn't do anything to progress the movie. Yeah. Um, so I could have done without that. And you could say um, that the the shot is what catapulted him to going to check on Noni, like, oh, a near-death experience. Fair. Go get my love. Eh, fair, fair, yeah. fair. Um, any actors from The Wire, no soundtrack, great throughout the film. Yeah. Just a great soundtrack. Uh, wouldn't let that happen to me. I think we covered all of the things we wouldn't let happen to me. Um if you don't, if you're confused, just listen to the BET Awards conversation. None of that shit going on with us. Um, and for me personally, I'm not acting like Kaz when she wants to go back to her life and we've got to yeah. leave Mexico. I'm, there's no way, no, 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 no way mm-hmm. that that's my response and that's how I'm acting. For sure. Not at all. That's no excusing it. I don't care who you are, bro. That's that's yeah. unacceptable. Unacceptable behavior. Um, Trivia, we went through, or excuse me, I spoke through a few of them. Um, Google really cut herself on that glass when she was breaking the yeah, she really cut herself on that glass Um, the lyrics that Noni read to Cass were Mm. really written by her Mm. Um, so those are her words and her lyrics Um, Kid Culprit's assault at the BET Awards was supposed to be more overt like a lot more was supposed to go on but they had to keep the PG-13 rating so they cut a lot of it out so the yeah. fact that it was even going to be more than that really would have. Baby. Um, I might not have made it to the movie. And I already told you that uh, Google was hanging from the balcony. She, that was really her, no stunt double. So the fact that she could sing, she can act, she's doing her own stunts. Come she on, on some real time cruise shit. Yeah, you feel me? She on some real time cruise shit. So, um, Ray P. Yeah. 
that was a very fun conversation. It was. Um, I could not imagine having these conversations with anybody else but you. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you for sharing this space with me. I'm excited to see what the rest of the month is going to do for us. But before we get out of here, we have to rate the film. Okay. So the average viewer rates this film 6.8 out of 10. Too high, too low, just right. Too low, 7.4. Too low, seven three. Okay. So that's exactly what I had down. We're right there on the same thing. Um, very fun experience for this one being my first time. I, I said it. I've already watched it. I watched it three times already. Um, and it will be in the rotation of I my rom com, not rom com, but rom drums. Um, mm -hmm. it is definitely in the rotation. I, I rock with it. And as you can see, um, we're at an hour forty three. One of our longer episodes, oh, uh, which means there was a lot to be said about it. So. That um, shout out, hat tip to everybody involved. Yeah. Um, Gina Chris Bythewood, all the actors, production crew, mm -hmm. everything, man. Um, had a real good time talking to you about this. Please oh, do not forget to check out our link tree. It's in the episode description. You can find us and everything that we're involved in there. Um, don't forget about Schools Cookie Pleasures. If you subscribe to this feed, you will see that next week. We got y'all. Um, please check out that link. We mm -hmm. have some episodes that will be coming out soon for you discussing television. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back next week to continue Romance Month. So with that being said, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all be cool. How y'all be cool. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. We out.